0: Lose the Cape podcast, episode 67. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Big Wharf and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write Publish Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills. Create a biz they love and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit aubreymathis.com.
0: Together, we bring you real talk from life experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be supermom to be a supermom. So join us and Lose the Cape. All right. So welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy moms and try and pick their brains for all their best suggestions, tips, tools, resources, and everything that they can do to help us um, get through this mess we call motherhood. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're talking with Christine Bennett. She has two young children, and she knows the struggle of the daily juggle while trying to balance um, building a business, transitioning from one, and raising Raising two little children. So she's developed a passion for helping other moms who want to work from home and have success on their own terms, don't we all? So we're going to ask her some great questions about that and her blog, Move In Moms. Um, and I am just very happy to have you here today to chat with us. Thank you for having me. All right. So what did I leave out? What are the, what are the in-between-the-lines things that, w- that we didn't cover in your bio
1: I think that was pretty simple um, and <laughs> accurate. I try to, that's kind of what I try to do is keep everything um, simple because mm-hmm. I can definitely
0: complicate things. Yeah, um, no kidding. So, yes. So I think it's perfect. So you're in um, California? Is that where you're yes. at? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm in California. And how old are your kids and are they boys or girls?
1: i have a boy and a girl. Uh, my daughter's 19 months and my son is three years old.
0: Oh yeah. So you are in the thick of it. Yes. <laughs> crazy, yes. Time. And you yeah. are now. Have you transitioned out of the job that you work were, were working and full time into your work at home job, or what? What's your status on all of that?
1: My status is right now is I have a, a pet business, which is I do pet sitting, uh, dog training, dog walking. Right now, I've done it for um, almost eight years, mm-hmm. and I tra- and so I'm transitioning. I I started that while I was working. Um, you know, at a veterinary hospital, I decided uh, I need to have more flexibility. So that's what I've been doing, um, these last seven years, but I decided, I started this blog, um, in July of this year.
0: Okay. So it's fairly new.
1: It's very new. So it's a, it's a different, um, and different work environment really to be online,
0: yeah. um,
1: to figure out how to maneuver. Everything is definitely different, but Um, I'm hoping to just keep it moving along. Obviously the name, (laughs) yeah, you know, but the point is just to get out there that, um, to help other moms, to keep having purpose when they move on, move on in their lives and work. And that's kind
0: of what I'm trying to do too. So, um, so um, um, how do you, how do you find moms to work with? How do you work with them? Talk to us about some of the things that you do to help
1: I'm fairly new, so my strategy right now is just to get out there and, and talk about what I know, which is my blog, is just writing articles about, I think, um, the struggles that moms are having if they're working at home, how to be productive. Um, you know. And for me, too, it's a good lesson. I started a home business, but I'm pivoting towards an online business that's still, trying, still working at home. It's just in a different area of, of how to work at home. Um, yeah. and so that's another thing too, is to try to help, you know, moms that, um, you know, maybe they started a physical business, you know, and then from home, but then they decide, Oh, I really want to have more of an online business because that would work better for me and my children. Um, sometimes that, I mean, that's why I'm kind of doing what I'm doing right now too, because I realize that, um, uh, my pet business is flexible, but when you have small kids like I do and yeah. you work, you work seven days every day, you know, you yeah. work every day and you yeah. don't, it's just, it gets crazy, especially now that we're in the holidays. This is kind of the pet business, um, pets kind of work that I do that we get crazy during the uh, Christmas.
0: Yeah. So well, you want to, have everybody traveling and stuff, they're like,
1: take care of my dog. Yes. And so that's the thing is trying to have a better handle on everything so that it's not just moving like in the wrong direction, really, mm-hmm. that you're just, fighting both realms of trying to be a good mom and be mm-hmm. home for your children plus also be a good business woman um
0: yeah i find that to be really really difficult um balancing the two of them like it's kind of funny because i've done all three elements now i have been the full-time working mom with small children at home while i was out of the house all day and yeah. that was difficult in its own ways and then i've done the just 100% stay at home mom. And that was difficult in its own ways. And now I'm doing the work at home, stay at home combo. And it is by far the most difficult of all (laughs) of them, I would say. I know everybody has their own arguments. And I mean, I have, obviously there's the ups and downs of, I set my own schedule. I can, you know, I don't have the same insanity of trying to get myself and the children ready in the morning. I mean, I still have to get them ready and to school on time and all of that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's really tough for me for the same reason that you just said, like I am in my house 24 seven and my life is here. My family is here. My housework is here. My work is here. And it's, I feel like I never, ever, 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 ever have a moment of downtime. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's tough. And I I had kind of came to a breaking point last night. My girls just did not want to go to bed. And finally um, I just walked out of the room and my little one was like, mommy. And I'm like, no, no mommy. Mommy's done. (laughs) Well, yeah. Mommy is off the clock.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, I, yeah, no, I, I think it's, um, I think anything's challenging. I don't, that there is one answer for every mom. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, um, for me, I go in my car. I mean, I've been in my car for so long with my pet business that I'll just, I, I've told my husband when I come back, I mean, they can't hear me outside, but I'll sit in my car for like 15 minutes trying to get anything, work together, yeah. figure out where I'm going and then to kind of take a break Yeah. before I go in the house. And I also find right now, I mean, this is really silly. If you told me five years ago, I would be into this. I would have told you you're crazy, but <laughs> I'd gotten it, I got an exercise machine <laughs> and I have it in the house and I actually, it's only for 14 minutes from both flex thing. And I sit on there and before my kids wake up from their nap, I get 14 minutes done. I feel good and I can kind of get myself together. Um, but I do, I do think, yeah, it is a struggle sometimes to yeah. figure out how to, because the the boundaries aren't always clear, exactly. so you have you have to tell yourself, like I do, have to I have to put everything down, and just leave it alone for yeah. a while. You know, and that's hard. But um, you know, there's everything can be difficult. Everything can be difficult. But um, yeah, I can understand having a moment like that. I,
0: <laughs> I'm with I you on the on the exercise thing. I was doing so good. I was getting in between 30 minutes and an hour of exercise every evening. All the way up till Thanksgiving. And then we had a whole bunch of people in our house for five for four days. And I yeah. didn't do the exercise, didn't do the exercise, and now I'm having I'm really struggling getting back into it again. But it's it's really a big cycle of like when you're doing it, you feel good, you want to do it some more, then you stop, you take a break, and it's like, oh
1: <laughs> Yeah, no,
0: I, I agree because I sometimes even this part this exercise
1: machine has like a 14-minute program and sometimes I go you know my husband go are you gonna get on it I'm like oh no <laughs> but I do and I, I just think doing it small like I because sometimes I don't do it every day mm-hmm. and so I try just try to get on and yeah. I think for yourself too I mean you know you had a break if you try a little bit every day that's gonna be better than nothing and that's true and you shouldn't you know, if you get out for ten minutes, I mean, that's better than nothing. Because yeah. at least your body's moving around, you get
0: some some fresh air. It's good. Yep. And that's how I think that's really how I should trick myself is to say, you know what, just pop in the video. You only have to go for ten minutes, and then I bet yeah. after ten minutes I'll be feeling you know better again, and we'll keep going. But the thought of thirty minutes, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. 10
1: and then uh, music's great too. I put. Mm-hmm. I have an earpiece and so I just put some you know Pandora on mm-hmm. and just listen to it and that gets me pumped too because I tried doing the whole um, Netflix watching a movie and that just seemed to slow me down and so <laughs> so I thought the music seems to to work so that might put you if you have good you know songs that really get you going that might yeah. help too
0: because it true. is hard and
1: it, it is quite hard to get going, especially with exercise.
0: So, yeah. So beyond exercising and trying to keep up your energy levels and stuff like that, what are some of the strategies that you implement on a daily basis to um, help you maintain your current business and build your new one?
1: I think like I actually have an app, uh, Be Focused. It is that Ah. you can set a timer. um, So I can set it in my car. I can set it at home um, if my kids are sleeping, I'll just set it for 30 minutes and I'll try, you know, start working on for me for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I find that if I don't have a timer on, I think like a lot of us, we get distracted. So yeah. we look at everything. And yeah. so I try to put the timer on and get work done. I also try to write goals for the month. Um, really simple goals in terms of the social media blog posts. Like I'm trying right now to get a blog post, you know, done, um, but I was you know worked a lot last week so that kind of um you know hindered it but you know you you just have to keep trying to push on and I try not to be hard on myself even though I know I should be you know pushing harder I I feel like um you have to acknowledge the small things so Mm -hmm. I try to use that I also um I don't compare myself to others I think that's one of the things that Uh, doesn't help you at all either Um, you know yeah and I mean I'm a twin so you you have a different perspective because you're basically with someone your whole life and there's a comparison there and so I've seen that how that doesn't help anybody so I try to do that with myself so I don't feel bad because I think you're like well she has yeah a thousand people in her group or you know you start doing that to yourself it slowly creeps in and I think that's you know I've tried really hard to not let that happen and just um I also tell myself everything's temporary mm-hmm. so because otherwise you get caught up and you go I'm not doing a good job or you just get you know your your mind can definitely destroy you
0: yeah that's so, so true
1: yeah so I try to keep it simple I try to make sure that I write down I'm a little bit old school in the sense that I, I will write down like kind of like bullet journaling mixed with something else um, mm-hmm. on the notepad a little notepad in the car and just get, try to get some things done because I think mentally seeing me check it off uh, is yeah. a, is, a, is a good thing to see it helps me realize okay I, I did get some stuff done so, yeah, absolutely yeah so that's what I, I try to do that kind of stuff to keep things moving along and be positive about what I've done so
0: those are good things so you mentioned that you like helping moms on the go to find meaningful work and that meaningful work is really important. Um, so, I mean, this sounds like a very obvious question, but I'd love to hear your response to why is finding meaningful work important and how do you help moms do that?
1: I think meaningful work is really like what makes you happy. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, you get out of college, and you have a career, and you think everything's going great, and then one day you wake up, and you're not happy, and Mm -hmm. you're just doing what, you know, maybe your parents told you how to do, or society said is what's expected of you, Um, and then you add in being a mom, that's kind of complicated, too, because those are two, you know, there's expectations in those two categories of of working, um, and being an adult, and then also being a mom, and being a great mom, too, and so I want, moms to be able to show a good example to their children that, hey, I'm working, I'm doing what I love. Um, that produces people that are, you know, moms that are happy, not yelling and upset because they're just miserable. Um, misery breeds itself. And so I really just want moms to pick, you know, figure out what they really love and how they can make that actually a business and work at it. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's important, I think, nowadays because, I think nine to five jobs and that kind of security are gone. And I think yeah. that I definitely don't want to be just, I don't want to have just all my eggs in one basket. I want to diversify. And I think that's another thing that um, I think moms need to hear is that you should be able to be able to take care of yourself if anything happens and also show your children um, that you love things that you love working so that they'll have a good work ethic too.
0: So it spreads, mm-hmm. it spreads good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so how do people go about trying to find meaningful work?
1: I think it's really just talking to them, seeing what they like. I think um, sometimes the most obvious thing we, we don't even realize, like I didn't realize that I should have a blog. I didn't think about it until I was actually, you know, looking at, um, I actually I was listening to a Pat Flynn um, podcast, I mean his podcast, um, the passive income. And I thought, wow, this is, well, wow, what's going on here. And so <laughs> That kind of made me think, well, maybe I should look into this because I, at the time I had just had my son and I was just trying to figure out I, I couldn't, I didn't really have maternity leave because I had my own business. So right. I was trying to figure out what I could do to make things easier. And that was what I was trying to do. And I think sometimes it's always coincident that you find something. I mm-hmm. wasn't listening to podcasts before and I looked him up and I thought, wow, you know, that name's, that, that name's interesting. So that kind of made me go on the online world more mm-hmm. and kind of see what was out there and actually start taking some steps. I think also, um, I'm not text savvy by any, by any means, the blog that done by somebody else. And I usually don't ask for help. I'm not that kind of person. So <laughs> Otherwise there would not have been a blog. So that's why I want, I want to help other moms take initiative, whether it's a little bit of steps out of their comfort zone to try to make them take action. Because, um, I know I overanalyze things and that makes you not take action. You just stall all the time. And so I want them to feel confident. I want to guide them. It's kind of like, you know, right now with my pet business, I'm always talking to my clients. Um, giving them advice, trying to encourage them with whatever issues they're having with their pets. And that's kind of what I want to do with the moms is get them to feel confident and go out there and make something happen.
0: Very good. (laughs) 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 Let's do it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's been a big thing for me too. And one of the things that, um, so I think a lot about, um, how's the right way to phrase this, like social benefits, um, how, how we're impacted by things like, uh, medical leave and maternity leave and things like that. And and the fact that there's so many people, trust me, this links to what you're talking about. Like oh, yeah. I've, I've noticed that, that there has been a tremendous growth in women who want to work for themselves and own their own business. And I think a lot of it is because of the fact that our social environment is not very supportive of mothers in general, you know, so finding that meaningful work is so important because if you're if you are working outside of the home, it's got to be something that, um, you know, unless you work for Google or something where they have awesome leave packages and maternity leave and paternity leave and all that kind of stuff, it's it's really challenging for a lot of moms to find that balance. So if you hate what you're doing,
1: <laughs> you know. yeah, just I know I just I don't want to see um, other, other moms feel that. I mean, I I started this all, my my pet business is under a lot of uh, personal stress Mm -hmm. um i did not think i was going to be an entrepreneur i was always a good employee Mm -hmm. i did not think that at all my husband has his own business um he's he has that entrepreneurial mind and you know because i had you know bad you know things that really were not good to deal with i had to have the flexibility and that's kind of why i want to also tell the other moms i i know how it can get really bad or things can go really bad and you can find a way to get yourself out of it and and get to a better place, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, don't let, don't let what, you know, happens to you define you. You have to just keep, you know, pushing yourself.
0: Um, That's so true. So true. So, well, you mentioned the app that you use to keep yourself on, on target with um, working through your stuff. Do you have any other uh, good resources, websites, books, programs, podcasts, people that help you balance motherhood and life? I listen to a lot of different podcasts.
1: Um, I listen to boss mom. Um, yeah, of I think, course. I think, <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think there's, um, you know, I listen to Pat Flynn, some guys, some of the guys that have podcasts, um, oh gosh, the pro blogger guy, can't. Oh yeah. Darren, Darren
0: Rouse. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I no, love him.
1: So yeah, I look at his book. Um, you know, I listen to his podcast. Um, Pat Flynn's been very good too. Um, I also listen to Side Hustle Nation. Um, mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's fun to listen. Um, and I just try to read those books. Like, I, I know that um, Denise, oh, I can't remember her name. Um, oh, she has that she lucky.
0: Huffman Nurse. I think I know who you're
1: talking about. English? Yeah. British? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she has that lucky bitch. Yes, 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 yes. yes. so awesome. I, no, I think she's great too. Um, and I'm just really, I observe like in Facebook groups too. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I find um, if you just sit so there, it's like watching people, um, at the park you can yeah. learn a lot from them yeah um, that that's helped me a lot to to reach out um, I think just saying hey I'm interested or hey I'd like to do something mm-hmm. it's just better than nothing um, Yeah, absolutely because, so you know the worst thing that anybody can say is no mm-hmm. um, and I you know a long time ago i I have a film studies degree so i I worked down in southern california in the film industry I was trying cool. to get in there and so that can be a really brutal industry. Yeah. I mean, I well, I it's true. And so that kind of has also helped me to remind myself, hey, you know, this is not that bad if someone says no because remember how many times you got a no on the phone when you were call- I was cold calling um film um, production companies to see if they'd let me intern with them. And yes, I got away. cold calling gives me the- yes. I hate it. Well, I know. I don't I'm a very I, I am shy. But, um, I did it because I knew if I didn't, I wouldn't get anywhere, but I got, I got a lot of, you know, uh, we'll get back to you. Mm. So I have to, you have to look at your, um, life experiences, whatever they were good or bad to remind you, Hey, you know, that was, you got through that. So this is not that bad. So exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I try to do. Those are, you know podcasts are great, yeah go, especially
0: for mothers. There's so much good information out there for free, yes, to help you do what you need to do yeah. yes, so um this is kind of a strange question, but i'm a i I like to uh talk about more serious topics that are impacting us as moms, so I'm always curious to find out like what are the biggest concerns on your mind as a mom what what makes you what keeps you up at night
1: I think um you know, how to help my children, um, as they get older, um, my husband, um, unfortunately, he's a different kind of dad. He, um, is a quadriplegic. So I worry, I worry that, um, I'm trying to make them be strong and they're really sweet with him. And I'm worried that they're going to get bullied for, um, having a different father, you know, their father being different. Um, you know, I worry about how to help them because, it is really hard to some degree in society. People stare at us all the time if we're out in public mm-hmm. um, people overcompensate. Um, it's just really sad because, you know, my husband, just like us, like myself, we just want to fit in. And um, I really want to work hard at getting them socialized because a lot of times when you're different like that, everyone is kind of scared to talk to you. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want my children to feel like they have a disadvantage. So I'm working really hard to help them. Um, hopefully they'll have a better understanding of how to treat people that might have something different oh, going I think on <laughs> I and think. just, yeah, you know, and just try to, how to handle, you know, that my, you know, my husband can't do the physical things. That's what I am there for. And I'm trying, you know, to figure out how to do the best that I can for them and not and make sure they have the childhood that
0: they deserve. That is such an interesting, um, such an interesting story do you mind if I ask you a couple questions about it sure is he um, was he, was he a quadriplegic when you met or yes. did, was he in an accident yes wow
1: well next actually got in another accident um, when oh. we were together so it got it went from being um, you know a, a doable situation it was very independent um, and you know I met him he could drive hand controls and do all this kind of stuff and um, we were back in New York um, and he had just proposed to me a couple of days before we flew out to New York for, a, he has an Audi shop. And so we were out there for a track event and he was out there driving in his, his race car and it, he crashed. And so it went, um, yeah, it went through like, he was a C6, C7 when I met him and it went to a, a C2, C3. And wow. so he was going to basically be on a ventilator the rest of his life. But somehow he managed to not be that way. And so wow. um, but he's in a power chair versus a manual chair. So it's um, it has its limitations, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: What an amazing story. And what an amazing person you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. You just, you know, unfortunately, it just, uh, you know, things happen in life. That's what happens yeah. is we all have some something goes on. Um, and yeah, it can be rough, but I can't change it, and we just want to learn and uh, try to
0: just move on. Yeah! Wow! Wow! That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that.
1: <laughs> no, I, I just—that's why I think it's so important because I really just want other moms to not feel like they are stuck and yeah. they can't get out and. Um, you know, life doesn't always give you what you, what you seek. It sometimes gives you a lot of crap, you know, and, but I just want everyone to, you know, get out there, appreciate what they have and, and do something good for themselves and their family.
0: Wow. Awesome. So, um, well that adds a whole new level of, of stuff to your life that you also have to take care of, I'm sure. Um, Yes.
1: But I think part of it, too, is I try, that's why I try to blend in, because yeah. I don't want to stand out yeah. or that kind of thing. It's, you know, locally around here, um, I try not to uh, talk about that stuff, because I, I know it makes people uncomfortable, yeah. and they don't know what to say, and um, we just want to be treated like everybody else. That's why yeah. I try to tell everybody, we're not different from you, sure. we're the same, because yep. that's the first thing I think is, and so I'm trying to... Um, make them feel comfortable. So they'll ask me stuff. Maybe Yeah. Knows. Yeah.
0: So. And I think that is a large part of it is that people are afraid to ask questions um, because they don't know how it will be received. But I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult not to ask questions in a situation like that. And it, I'm working with an author right now and she has cerebral palsy and um, she's writing a book to basically educate people on the fact that, she's not different and that she doesn't like being treated differently and that, you know, and answering questions and, you know, really trying to educate people on how to behave around a person with disabilities. But it is, it's difficult. And I see that even in my own family, my nephew, um, also has cerebral palsy and, um, know, we're trying the best we can to raise our children to know that it's okay to ask questions and that, you know, he does have different, yes, he has a wheelchair and, you know, he can't do all the same things that, that they can do, but he can still, he's still just like them, you know, he's still a happy little boy, so.
1: Yeah, that's important. That's, that's great.
0: Yeah. So do you ever have any time at all to yourself and how do you get, other than when you're, uh, you hold up in your car, (laughs) do you have any time to do anything fun for yourself? No, um,
1: not necessarily. I actually made a very, I don't know, uh, a quick decision. And um, I'm trying to go to that boss mom retreat. Yay! So it's going to be, more complicated for me because I have to work and then I have to, I'm going to try to drive down there on the Friday uh-huh. because I won't be able to make it when it starts. It's just too. Yeah. but I'm going to drive down there and then be there for Saturday and then just drive home and get back to my, um, my kids and my husband. But um, you know, I haven't driven in, to Southern California since I went to college down there or lived down there. So it's, uh-huh. it's getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and I'm hoping to uh, just feel you know, kind of normal around other, uh, other women. So that would be, yeah, that would be, that's kind of, would be nice.
0: So I hope to see you there. I'm flying in. Um, well, originally my husband and I were going to go together. So, um, I bought tickets for us in on Tuesday. (laughs) So I'll be in San Diego all week. (laughs) Well, I hope you have a great time. I've never been
1: to San Diego. I've, 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 um, yeah, it's a good thing. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, and I just want to give you a hug,
1: <laughs> you a virtual hug. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm very appreciative of, of you letting me media. I'm, yeah, I'm here. So. All yeah. right.
0: Thank you. Oh, before we let you go, where can people find you?
1: They can find me, um, movingmoms.com. Um, I also have a Facebook group, too, just a small thing. I just wanted to talk to other moms, so that's why I started that, too, just to have some interaction, um, and kind of hear what they have to say because, uh, you know, every mom's different. And so, um, that's the whole point. My blog is to try to help moms give them information, um, share what I think might help them. And, um, you know, that's the best way to contact me is through my blog or through the Facebook group that I have. Um, and yeah, that would be great.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so
1: much.